When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I love Cindy Kim because she is irritating. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to do. Too funny, mama. <laughs> so, now that I'm going to say for real, I would like, like I had a to one Hey everybody, welcome to Two Funny Mamas, and it's only one mama today, <laughs> and my guest, we're going to even start, we're not even going, I'm not even going to give her an intro because you guys know her from uh, two weeks ago, B-flat, my guest, is a podcast she just got done puff puffing and passing. Oh, but you saw how smooth I let that smoke out. You didn't even see that, Sherry. It was Where's the coughing I heard. No, I said, ha, ha. <laughs> so that what it was? I laughed it out. Yeah, I laughed it out. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to have, you know, it's it's so funny because we never have guests on this quickly, but the demand B-flat for you was overwhelming. People were, were sending me private messages, emails, and they were like, you gotta have B back. So I am going to say this, Kim Whitley will be back next week. It is her birthday as of last week, and so she is on a vacation with some friends. Uh, so she's That's not here. Out. So, yes, yeah, so B flat is taking her place, and she's on a, a remote island, having living her best life. Amen. Yes, and so you took you took Kim's place because I could like overwhelmingly B flat. I do have to say to you, Chris, our numbers jumped so high, like for guests. It was wild. The The comments were just absurd. And then B-flat, the proof is in the Instagram pudding. You you raised yes. your, your Instagram following by about 50%. Yeah. Yes, it was like, I mean, yeah, you got a little so many 3,000 followers. followers. No, you got more than 3,000 followers, sweetheart. Okay, well, you are tracking it more than me. I do track it. Yeah, <laughs> obviously I need- you got less shit to do than I because... Every time I look, you give me the update and my husband gives me the update and I'd be like, damn, I haven't even looked at it. It's not something that I check all the time. I got other stuff to do. But I'm glad you on top of it. Yeah, yeah, Sherry. I'm glad you on top of it. She's busy making a a homemade uh, ironing board out of an old piece of refrigerator. Exactly, that's B-flat. Now here's the thing, Chris. You know, it, it gives me such joy because I talk about all the time how much I love B-flat and it's literally my mission. I just, she is known, but everybody says it's about B-flat. This is her reputation. She's the most underrated comic because like she needs more people to see her. Like everybody gives her props. Those people who hate, they be jealous as heck. So uh, it just gives me such joy to see her numbers fly up, to see the comments about B-flat. So I said to 
I said to her, I said, well, now you got to start putting out content because all of these people are following you. And I told her to do a live because I said, you know, you get people watching and I said, I will join your live so that, you know, people, because the people from my following will come on your live. So you wanted to trim your hair. Yes. 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 And I did it live. But she, this is what she did though, Chris. She did a live. She did a live before the live, and she's puffing, and she's like, you know, she tell me doing this shit. Oh, I didn't get the followers. You know, and I, and, I, <laughs> and I can't, I can't do this before Sherry get on, because you know I want to lose a brand stuff, a brand sponsorship. <laughs> I don't know how to do this shit. I don't be doing it, and I'm, I'm like literally, I'm cracking up. So she does the live where she's on the live and she's like, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. So I'm gonna turn and do my hair. So I'm watching the live go, typing in B, add me, add me. And then she come on and she go, y'all know I got my motherfucking reading glasses on so I can't see the Sherry on the thing. And everybody's going, she's on there. So B's going, you say Sherry's on there. I was like, where? I don't see it. So I'm gonna go back and do my hair. hair. So she starts doing her hair. She ain't talking. She just trimming her hair. Everybody's going, Sherry is here. B, I'm trying to call her. I'm trying to text her. Then she come back after, you know, shaving a razor in her head and go, Sherry ain't coming on this motherfucking life. I don't see her nowhere. She ain't got me doing this shit. <laughs> and I was like, what? What is happening here? Great moments. But everybody watched you shave your hair, not talk. And I'm going to be, talk to the people. Say what you do. First of all. This is me. I don't even know if y'all can hear me. So I'm saying this right here. I don't know know where Sherry at. What is? Like, all you see is the back of her head. Mm. Well, then you saw me doing my job. Because, <laughs> first of all, I can't be talking to people and stuff while I'm trying to do my hair because I have to concentrate. And my manager says it all the time. Why is it that you never tell and instruct people? I said, because I be doing this shit for real. And I'm the one that got to go out here with my hair messed up because I was trying to talk through an instructional video. <laughs> this ain't for play play. So, so I turned around. I be having to get it right, and then you know I'd be high. So I'm like, I don't you know. know. You know let's, right. I gotta concentrate. If you're gonna be a regular here, B, let's just go ahead and establish, <laughs> Sherry. It's redundant if B announces that she's smoking. We're just always gonna assume you're high. I just, just always gonna well, assume you high. That. Please do that. Because oh. that's how I stay. Like in the morning when you say hi to people, I'll be like, hi, because I really am. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, hi. Ooh, girl. That's how, that's I, how just, I stay on live. Thank you for your live. It was so uh, amazing and funny. And even though I couldn't get added in, it was uh, it was ball. Then we finally did a live where she came in and, and we did a live and I got a lot of numbers. And uh, so we had to bring me back. So I'm thank you so much for being a guest. Um, I was, No, I, I thank wanted- you. Thank you, Sherry. You always thanking me. <laughs> And I'm like, are you kidding me? I thank you. You know, I thank you for always being in my corner, always supporting me, always recognizing I was like a renegade and they never really had a place for me, but my time would come. I always felt like I'm the Bernie Mac 
of our crew, like how he was let, like he was sure. always underrated. But that's why, you know, I thank you for all the blessings that you're giving me, the flowers, you and Cam. Just allow me being here because I'm sharing your space. And a lot of people don't feel as though women can do that. Oh. And we are doing that. And like yeah. I was on the phone earlier with Coca Brown and we were just chit chatting about yes. it. Because I just booked her at three shows. She did it and it was a horrible run, but she said she enjoyed it so much and everything turned out because it was on me. It was a flood and then like just a lot of electrical issues, some things that mm -hmm. I just was not, because I follow up on the people that I book. So I followed up with the promoter and her. And we were just talking about all the stuff that we go through. And I was telling her tonight, we were gonna talk about hecklers because she had a bad heckler. And mm. I was telling her about you and I shared that video. And she's like, I can't believe Sherry act like that. You know, Sherry don't cuss. I said, girl, they made Sherry go there. I said, but that's the thing is, we don't go there with each other. We can work together. We can share the space. Absolutely. And I love that people see that we do this. And it's you know, not about being catty. Because it really is this, B. There is a lot of room up here. There's mm -hmm. room for all of us. And if Amen. I'm sitting here trying to hog up the space to take it away from you, first of all, what God has commanded for you, ain't nobody going to take. But if I'm trying to take everything, then I'm blocking my blessings. The way Amen. stuff happens for us as a whole is you got to help somebody, they help somebody, somebody, they help somebody, and then we all come up. But if we all- Amen. Be, I ain't going to tell him how much I make. I ain't going to tell him about this job. It just messes it up for everybody when there's so much room. I us. totally agree. And I love that people see this and they're seeing this and just see how you and Kim share your love. Other than just, you know, in your realm of being moms and great moms and great actresses, your realm of friends and how you help all of that. Because, well, you know, you know we've been friends for 20 years. And like I said, yeah. I've always admired you, helped you out when I could. You know, you'd be like, be right this down, give me a critique, what you think? You know, I'll sit in the background. I don't ever be like, Sherry, tell them to put me on stage. Get me up there with you. That's not my time. It's not appropriate. I sit and wait for God to make the move. It was for me to come and work with you. You appreciate that. And look how you're looking out for me. So appreciated. And just, you know, it's such a trip. Uh, and this is why I love talking to you. We we talked last week. Oh, I want to tell you, because my um, before we get into the heckler. All right, so as I was saying, I fractured my toe. It is rough because I'm not able to skate, roller skate, uh, work out box everything that i have been trying to do be and um and it's a little depressing because that's what stops me from eating because i feel so good when i exercise mm -hmm. then i go well share do you really want to mess that up with all the work that you put in exercising and roller skating and that stops me so now since i'm here with my feet just sitting up on the couch i'm just like oh man so yeah. i have to be really intentional about the way i eat and really like uh visualize what i'm going to do every day to overcome this because it's four to six weeks of healing so i'm just uh well you know you can always sit still and do yoga with me yoga and that'll keep so yeah you don't have to be on your feet because i told you all my girls that were in my class once i figured out their asses weren't flexible we do everything from the floor and they ask me sweating they'd be like oh this works 
because I tell people stretching standing up is different from stretching on the floor because you have the floor against you and it balances out everything. So you have that force and that, you know, that, that pressure against your legs versus when you're standing up trying to stretch down to reach your feet. It's harder to do when you're on the floor. So they feel like working out and doing yoga on the floor is, you know, it's killing them more than stretching out because they were cheating when we were standing up. And I was like, y'all not flexible. Y'all can't really reach out toes. Y'all think y'all doing it. Get your ass on the floor. You know, flexibility <laughs> as yeah. you get older is so important because it seems like, you exactly. know, you see old people and you're like, dang, they shorter. Mm -hmm. It does. Like your, It seems like your bones draw in and, and you start And they do. And Sherry, I told you, I just came from the doctor and I haven't put this out here because it really hurt my heart that I lost a half of inch in my yeah, height. I Girl, yeah, when that lady weighed me, when she was like, you're 61 inches, I was like, wait a minute, what you talking about? Because you know, I be telling everybody I'm five foot five and with yeah. my heels on, I'm five seven. Everybody be like, girl, you tall. And then like right. when comedian, a lot of comedians be like, oh my God, we didn't know you were that short with my, I'm like, I'm five five, I'm five three. I'm almost tall as you. I'm five one, my gosh, you lost two oh, inches well, in your I height? Lost I'm girl, I told you I was lying. I've been telling people I'm five five. I really was five four. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew what I was. But when they told me that, it really made me be like, oh my God, I don't want to have osteoporosis. But they said I can't. I won't have that because I have really strong bones. Wow. In terms of my bones, but because I run and that compression on my knees. And I'm yeah. getting older and I started running later. I've lost a half an inch. So that has been driving me crazy. I definitely can't get fat. That's one of my biggest fears. Well, you here's the thing that people don't know, the listeners and our viewers. You were mm -hmm. very big and you lost a oh, lot. Oh, yes. I but used you, to be crazy fat. How, how big are you? What Do you remember your numbers at your- 185. One, yeah, wow. I was 197. Wow. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. 
with quality over quantity from concept to completion. Now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. And but and that makes a difference when you're five foot three or five foot four. It's yeah. not good for your heart, your health, or anything. And now I'm 126, and I can't gain a pound because all is sweating. That's why I'm like, I don't know why people don't like menopause. <laughs> Fuck what y'all talking about. I love to sweat because I be losing weight. I drink my water, go running. I be sweating. I be like, ooh, 126. Can I ask you something personal? <laughs> yes, ma'am. How do you make love? Do you sweating so much? When you doing it, Sherry, you be sweating. For real? So you talking about? No, you don't because you don't want nobody touch your weed. You don't want nobody touching your hair. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you were doing what you supposed to be doing, you would be sweating already. But because you be keeping it cute, because you keeping it cute. <laughs> Like, I don't sweat as much. Oh, I don't know what you're doing. I just Girl, started drinking a lot of water, so I sweat, but I don't sweat that much. So even, first of all, it's been a while since I've been intimate, but I don't ever remember, like, it's just been a sweat session. Like, you know, you be sweating so much, B. I'm like... I know, but here's the funny thing. I love my husband, and I have to say that I do encourage men to support their wives, partner, whoever, through menopause because it's very, very helpful. And I love the fact that my husband is very funny about it. Like when I'm sweating, he'll jump out with a towel, like the cape on, like James Brown. And he'd be like, to the rescue, you know, he wipes me down, pat me down. But when we're intimate, the funny thing is, I got to take it when I can get it. Because you have to remember, I'm 52, he's... 16 years younger than me. He'll be 36. So he ain't into the, oh, like when he ready to go and he ready to, you know, bow, pain, do the drywall, we can't be all like, (laughs) 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 you know, drywall hard. (laughs) I can't be all like, oh, I'm sweating. He don't be thinking about that. He just loves me. Cause he'd be like, we about to sweat anyway. So he'd be like, I'm about to get all up. Girl, they don't care about no damn sweat. They really don't. They really don't. It's so funny how we are more insecure about our own intimacy issues than men. Because we have men, I know men that they don't even care if you wash or not. They just eat you out. Uh, And we're more uh, uh, How'd we get here? (laughs) But I'm just saying. And then you have the ones that lick your booty hole they don't care if you men don't care about that sherry because they want to do what they got to do so if they do all of that do you think they worry about some sweat (laughs) i'm just saying you can edit out they do all that they worried about some sweat i just want people to see (laughs) beverly's lips moving and i want them to go what did she say you can Sherry, it out. you know, and, and all of this in front of the real star of the show, the flash rag makes its glorious return and she's talking licking booty. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you worried about sweat. 
Yes. <laughs> you can edit it out. But I'm just saying, in terms of being intimate, we're the one that be like, we got to get ready. We got to fresh. Girl, and that be making men be like, oh, they doing all this. And I'm still here waiting. A lot of times they don't care about that. And the last thing my husband be thinking about is some sweat when we've been through it all. You see what I'm saying? It's I like, we get ready to sweat. You gave so, me the best analogies, and I I yeah. got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chris, now you see why me and Sherry can't do no political podcast together. Because she'll be like, edit I don't that know out. How we, how we be doing politics, and, and then you, we get into what we just talked about. It is um, everything. You can make an analogy to everything. You sure can. I'm trying to, because B said we cannot do three hours anymore. So I, I tried to streamline yeah. it. And we got to get the topics because even though y'all and thank y'all for going the distance with us and listening to B flat for three hours, she was mad. She was like, I lost my voice. I couldn't talk. My food was cold. I was like, okay, now you really sound like Kim. <laughs> oh, Lord. I will say I saw zero negative comments. Only people well, cheering you on for that. They were very happy. Yeah, there was some people that said I started it. Then I finished it in three days. I came back and my sister was watching it, but everybody, pretty much everybody said 96% of the people stayed for the three hours. However, B-flat made it very clear to me she was not doing three hours. <laughs> She's trying to keep Dennis around. <laughs> She's trying to keep Dennis exactly. around, Chris. But also- but somebody else might start cooking for my husband. I don't want my yeah, husband to be a, yeah. We he don't was like three hours. That. Yeah, he because like, we started- I was waiting um, for you to eat. Oh, I feel terrible. And it no, and I forget also you are on East Coast time as is Chris. So when we started Central. this thing yeah. at you know, you're on Central Time, Chris. So if we started at, you know, seven o'clock, it's nine o'clock Chris in St. Louis. It's uh ten o'clock ten o'clock in Philly. So it's late for you. So three hours took you eleven twelve you you was going to one in the morning. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna be <laughs> conscious of that. There's a couple of things I want to get out of here. We talked about, did we talk about uh, um, about your eating? Because I talked about intentionally eating. How do you <clears throat> not go back? I know you sweating. So do we finish up that about, you know, you don't want to get bigger. So you have to eat intentionally. I'm very too. conscious. Well, I've been, ever since I had kidney stone episodes since like 90s and early 90s, I've always been conscious. One, I really can't afford to eat meat. So I quit eating meat because it was causing me a lot of problems and irregularities. Really? Yes, because you know what? It, it, when you move from the Midwest to the East Coast, East Coast, things are different. The air quality, breathing, I, I developed allergies, things that I didn't have in St. Clair, Missouri, I didn't have in St. Louis. You see what I'm saying? The things I had in St. Louis, I didn't, I got developed when I got to so I changed my eating because when I looked at my graduation pictures from college and I was like 185 from the pizza, beer, weed and the dorm food and the kidney stones, I was like, no way. I was like, I'll mm. never, I'm only this tall. So I just totally changed my eating habits and cut out a lot of things because of my kidney stones. No, a lot of no dairy, no cheese, that type of thing. But I just decided that I can't be five foot four and weighing no 185. I was wearing like right. a size 14, 16. And I was like, oh no. So I just, 
I decided to take it on. I started doing yoga, walking, running out, everything I could do because I knew that I can't afford to go to no gym. I couldn't afford nothing. So I was like, I'm going to always be with me. So I got to do things no matter where I'm at, I can do it. So I developed that mentality even on the road traveling. And I got my yoga pause that I take with me. When I'm in the room in a hotel, I do my yoga right there in the hotel. And I do whatever I need to do to balance my day to get ready for my show. Because at this point, it's about my business. And you know, Sheridan's job takes a lot out of us. It huh? does. It really does. You're so physically exhausted after. I don't think people understand yeah. how physically exhausting it is to do stand-up. We love to make you laugh, but it does take a toll on us physically. It does. You do yoga. What does yoga do for you? Yoga does everything for me in terms of one, keeping me in tune, first giving me peace and giving me like a way to start my day and intentionally stating that I've done one thing good for the day for my body. Cause even if I don't run or go work out or whatever, I've done yoga, which benefits you in maybe five ways. So that's the first thing. Then I say to myself, well, I didn't just got to work out it. Even though I've only done 30 minutes of I'm sweating to death and I'm toned. Yoga totally gives you tone. Mm. You ain't gotta be lifting all these weights. Uh, all my friends be like, yeah, I see you still doing what you gotta do because it gives you tone. Plus, it keeps me in tune with my body in terms of where pain is. If I'm getting a headache or my knee might hurt or anything, a joint or anything, I know how to send the energy there to feel better so I don't have to take medicine. I don't take medicine. I don't take medicine. And I just don't do it. I'll do if I'm feeling weird, I know what I need to do. When I went, when I used to have carpal tunnel syndrome and the syndrome, mm -hmm. And that was from typing all my material in and my journaling and all of that and writing. I developed carpal tunnel. I went to the doctor. They were talking about, oh, you got to get the surgery. I said, no. I went to see um, anesthesia. Uh, not, what do they call the people that do the acupuncturist? Right. And a yoga person. And they said, do these certain yoga things and get acupuncture. And I did that. And I did yoga for carpal tunnel. And I said, there's no reason for me to type. I can dictate things into the, I ain't got to type. So I stayed off the right. computer for six months of typing and did the carpal tunnel, like standing on my hands and did the yoga for that. I was like, I ain't got no money be paying for no doctor and no surgery and all that. And I mm -hmm. healed myself. So oh, I've learned wow. how to heal my, and I do not have carpal tunnel. And when That's they went back and I did the test, it's certain things I will pay for. So mm -hmm. I paid for that and I don't have it. And I did the acupuncture like five times just to relax That's the nerves. I was like, I ain't got no money and I have to learn how to take care of myself naturally. Yeah. Why take medicine when you can do things naturally? It's a little bit, it's a little bit of work, but I, I think I would like to, I'm going to have to let you guys know how it works doing uh, yoga with uh, B flat. Cause I was supposed to do it with you last year. And I mean, you was texting me like, are you going to sign was on? Right, like, and then like a few call. months ago, I know a few months ago when you was in Vancouver, you was like, I'm going to be on, girl. I'm going to be on. And my friends was like, Sherry, I was like, we ain't waiting on Sherry ass. We got to keep it pushing. <laughs> I, I, like, I was like, we got to keep it pushing. <laughs> I'm worried Sherry has injured her toe and signed herself up for a, a, a really rough time. <laughs> I can tell. No, you know what? I because know I know. Look, well, hold on one second. I know Sherry's journey and her struggle. 
I see it. But you can boot. still do yoga moves. Because if she can pick her leg up to show us her foot, obviously <laughs> shit ain't hurting that bad. She can still do <laughs> yoga and do moves that's going to keep her in shape so yeah. that she doesn't... You know what it is? It's going to give her peace of mind where she doesn't feel as though she's neglecting or overdoing something or feel guilty about the eating. I just want to get back on my skate. I started learning. Well, you're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> so you got to learn how to oh, sit with yourself is. and still be able to do. Remember I told you, you got to learn how to do something different every day. It's other stuff to do, Sherry, other than worry about what you're going to eat and what you can't eat and how you emotionally. I'm thinking the pool. You're going to, you got to get some water yeah, time. Out. Swim. People tell swim. me swimming. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to try that, the swimming, and I am going to try Swim. yoga. I got a mat outside. It's so pretty outside of my backyard. So I am going to try yoga. Maybe I can get my computer out there because when do you do it? You do it at nighttime? You do it Mondays. It's in the evening. So it's at 6 o'clock. I'm sorry, 7 o'clock Central Time. So it will be 6 o'clock your time because it's 8 o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry, 5 o'clock. But we move it time. around according to, yeah, because it's usually eight o'clock my time. I'm sorry, seven. All right, I wrote that down. So I'm going to be yeah. at your Monday class uh, for doing that. There was something, so thank you very much for that. And, okay. Uh, that advice. And so now, uh, oh, I want, before we got into the stuff, I wanted to say B flat. We, I went with Kim to the star of the Walk of Fame, Marla Gibbs, got her star. Finally. On, her, on the Hollywood Walk Finally. of Fame. Finally. Finally. You know, Finally. Marla Gibbs to black people, that's our Betty White. And it's it was such so cool to be in Hollywood, watch it. And Miss Marla Gibbs is like in her 80s. <coughs> she oh. is phenomenal. She played... Um, she was on the Jeffersons. She was a maid. What yes. was her name as a maid? I don't know. Florence. Remember. Florence on the Jeffersons. Yes. Then she had her own show that was called 227. There's Seven. no place like home. like home. When your family's alone, you will never be. Did you know that she and her daughter wrote that song and sang it? Nice. I so didn't know that. Yes. And so it was, let me, I'm trying to figure out who was Vanessa Bell Calloway was there. Starletta Dupois was there. The boy that played Calvin when he's a grown man, her son, uh, he was like the neighbor, Calvin. The neighbor, he yes. Was there. Regina King could not be there. She was doing a, a movie out of the country, but, uh, Tisha Campbell, Kim Whitley, me, uh, um, Norman Lear, she, Anthony Anderson. Norman Lear was there. Nice, was like in his nineties. Nice. Norman, Norman Lear, 110. He about 120. Let me tell you what. Yes, no that's his he Hollywood age. Is 93. Girl, <laughs> he was sitting down and he goes to stand up when Kim and I come and I said, Oh, no, no, Mr. Lear, you don't have to stand up. He goes, I'm standing up if I want to stand up. And I said, You know, there's a certain age you get where you just crabby. It just, you, <laughs> yeah. No matter what, you just crabby, crabby, crabby. That's true. But Tisha Campbell got, oh, and Sean Baker, who was from Living Single, was there. Mm -hmm. And so, Tisha Campbell got up and spoke so lovingly about nice. um, Marla Gibbs. And I didn't know that. I just want to say a few things. Marla Gibbs was a single mom of three children. She lived in Detroit. She prayed and made a move to LA to make her dreams come true. When Amen. she first booked uh, the Jeffersons, she still worked at United Airlines because she didn't want to quit her job. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then when she got the deal to do the spinoff of uh, 227, 
they wanted her to play a single mother. And she said, no. She said, I want people to see a black family with a mother and a father. She fought for that. And you know, Hal Williams, he was there. He played her husband. And so she got it. And so she executive, she was the first woman to executive produce, create and executive produce her own show. She created 227. She was the executive She casted everybody for the show. I did not know all of that about Marla Gibbs. She owns a ton of property. You know, when you go to LaBert in LA, she owns a lot of that, which is like the black Mecca. Mecca. Okay. And she had a club called Marla's Memory Lane and it was a jazz club. And Tisha used to sing there when she was little. And I remember they used to have comedy there, but I was scared to go down to sign up to do stand up at Marla's Memory Lane. But it was so cool to see it, all of the things that she has done. And I said to Miss Gibbs, like, I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it hadn't been for someone like Amen. you paving the way. Paving you know, the way. Being a boss and really caring about how people saw you, your people. So it was so cool to be there. And Kim Whitley, and giving Kim Whitley a shout out, because there were a few people that were really instrumental in getting this uh, star because you can nominate people, but it costs to get a star. Yeah. $50,000 to get a star. And so Kim Whitley, Regina King, uh, and Jimmy Kimmel were very instrumental. Regina and Kim, very instrumental in raising money from everybody, from the community of actors and comics to get Marla Gibbs a star. Jimmy Kimmel came in on the back end and got, they got the money together. So Kim, it was, you know, sometimes we look at Kim as getting distracted and she'll put her foot on the camera and she gets, you know, she's, it's so much going on in her life, but she really took this to heart and was going around Amen. getting money from people so Marla could get her star. So shout out to the, to the Whitley woman. Amen. Whitley, is, so, huh? That's incredible. And I just wanted Amen. to say, uh, I got to, I knew the, the folks that were at this event because of a very nice surprise, Sherry. So I wanted to thank you yes, personally. Anthony, Anthony Anderson was there as well. He came. Uh, and so Tell anyway, him a surprise. You know, when you be at a place and you accidentally FaceTime somebody, I guess my fingers hit my phone because I was around talking to everybody, standing next to Anthony Anderson talking. And I look down and I see this white man. I'm like, who is this white man on my phone? That's daggone Chris. I didn't FaceTime accidentally Chris. I'm sitting here at the studio and it's like work hours. It's like normal part of the day. And I get a FaceTime from Sherry and I'm like, oh, look who's uh, on her game. Probably needs, uh, you know, some help getting something organized. You know, we're, we're building this Two Funny Mamas empire. It pops open and Anthony Anderson's in the, in the view. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, well hey there, I guess I better hang out. This is my big break. Anthony's wanting to collaborate. And... Uh, <laughs> And Sherry finally realizes she's like talking to me. And then, Kim, then she pops Kim up. She's, she's making fun of that. So I sit there. I say hi to Tisha Campbell. <laughs> I say hi Everybody. to Anthony Anderson. Oh, looking all around. looking at my phone like, who is this white man that Sherry's making us say hi to? Oh, it was great. It was fan- made my day. Norman Lear. Oh, Kim pointed out Norman Lear to me. She's like, look, Chris. <laughs> and, you know, Norman Lear created Archie Bunker. He created the he Jefferson. created everything. He created like all of these sitcoms. And, he's all of, he's the king of sitcoms. It spans. It spans yes. from early TV to podcast one. Absolutely. He got up and he gave an intro to Marla Gibbs. So it was just, it was really cool to see 
so many people get her flowers came out you remember free to pain yes yes yes. like all of these old timers was there and i was like oh my god kim knew them all i said how you know all these oh this is what i said to kim how you know all these old heads and she said because i'm gonna be one one day so amen (laughs) i'm with kim we've embraced it you're the only one in denial i'm the only one in denial wendy raquel she's the only one in denial (laughs) <laughs> we embrace it. We embrace I'll, look I'll at be that. fighting. I'll be fighting father time. So I want to give her a shout out. I'll, I've embraced no, them. I'll be, I'll be animals. Now I got a lot of moles. You look fabulous. Your hair looks good. Thank you. I, I finally did something with it. It still don't do what I want to do. This is the result of a hot flash. But I'm like, hey, I'm That's a rocker. Cute. Thank you. And you Y'all know like I do hair. I am so happy for Marley Gibbs. I just want to touch back on that because, you know, she paved the way just for funny stand-up Black actresses. Yes, yes. And, you know, I just, I'm, girl, we, people still watch the Jeffersons to this day. Absolutely. You know, and they make sure they have in- introduced their children to it and their children to it. It's one of those things like Archie Bunker, the classic, and you'll know who she is. And I'm so glad she got her flowers when she's not in the grave, above the yeah, grave. Exactly, exactly. Yes. So she just, she, she, it was a thrill. But, yeah. and then later on, I had to go do a set at the club. And I talked about this a little bit with David Arnold because, you know, we get on, we, our dream is to get on the stage and do what we do best, which is make people laugh. But sometimes you get people who just, you get these hecklers who either want to be a part of your show, but they're afraid to get up on that stage themselves and do mm-hmm. what you do. So they add to it by, you know, making comments. And then you get those hecklers who are just mean. They just want to be combative with you. So, you you know, you can get the happy hecklers. Either way, they really distract from your show. They kind of mess up your flow. And so I would say I sent you the video because I'm not yes. going to put it out because I had a guy who just kept talking through my set, you know, Beverly. From the, from the very time I got up there and I tried to deal with him really in a nice way, my smile going, you know, let me let, let me do what I do and let me make you laugh. Him and his girl just kept talking, so I had to be a little bit more forceful, still very jovially. He still kept talking. Finally, he talked when I was about to hit my punchline. That's what made me flip because I was about to hit my punchline. The people were into it. They're laughing. They're looking at me, and the guy screams out loudly, and he farted. And I don't know, B, some reason, like, because I've been dealing with this man all the doggone night, I flipped Damn. something inside of me, let loose. And you saw the video. I and saw. I just got in his face and I told him to shut the fuck up. And I said, <laughs> yeah. and, and it was like Jeffrey, I was oh. like a monster. And I wanted to make sure he understood me. And I said, do you understand me? Do you understand me? And I was going off. And I lost it. I felt bad. I did. For, for going all the way there, because that's not me. But Sherry, that is you. You just didn't want people, why are you talking about that's not me? You just didn't want people to see, have to see that. But you know what? I bet you five out of 10, whoever sees that, because the video might get out, they're going to know like, oh, Sherry Shepard don't play. We thought she was so sweet. Oh, she's so pretty. But she will snap out on your ass. And it shocked me. I told you it shocked Coca because we was like, I told you, I texted you. I was like, are you bipolar? Because it was how you <laughs> Oh, Chris, you didn't see it. Oh, she, oh I, she I saw it. I was, I'm a fan of okay. it. I'm, I'm proud of you. I am too. And then she jumped back to my, and, and I'm a good Christian girl. Oh, 
Nailed and that I part. I told Sherry when she said, said to me, I said to her, I'm the last one to ask because I was just about to fight a white woman at my show in Indianapolis, her What's and her do? daughter. What'd she do? Oh, uh, they was cutting up, talking about how they was going to jump on me, calling me a bald head bitch. And what? This, what? It was a mess because, you know, I'm very sarcastic. And because I'm smart, if I say things over you and you don't understand them, for you to ask me shows where you are on your level. So if nice. I'm talking so you don't understand shit, that's on you. So when I pointed that out, <laughs> the lady was like, she gonna say, you're, I don't want to say nothing else to you because you're calling me a bad mom. I said, no, I did not call you a bad mom. I said how they're acting is a reflection upon you. Did you not understand what I mm -hmm. said? So you know me being an asshole. They, the girl wanted to go outside. She's about, what happened was she asked her mother to give her the keys. She's white and then she got these two, you know, a black, a mixed child, like the dad is yes. black. Irish. They celebrate and turn in 21, whatever. But they had been cutting up all night with everybody, right? So when I went on stage, I addressed it off the bat. And I, I wanted to know what was going on because I didn't know. So I found out, you know, they were turning 21. You know, she going to Vegas, they having a little party. I said, oh, okay, I get it. But it's certain etiquette at a club, just like when you were a kid right. and your mama take you for your first day out at a restaurant when you're five or six and show you how to act at a restaurant. It's certain ways to act at a, I said, you know, you can either be a part of the show, you can be in the show, you know, at the show, be in the show, be a part of it. And you know, take your pick. So about 20 minutes, like what they were doing, Sherry, they would kept jumping up, recording everybody. I told them I didn't care about that. But don't be editing it and having commentary about it. Y'all all at the table talking about, cut that out. I said, be quiet. If y'all want to sit and record my show quietly, fine. So now the daughter was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. She was like, I'm a, uh, she started yelling at the mom. She was like, give me the motherfucking keys. Give me the, to the mama. Oh and I was God. like, wait a minute, what's going on? She talking about, I'm going to the car because I'm tired of you, old bitch. And I was all like, bitch, I'm old enough to be your mama, mama, your mama, mama. I was like, and mention your mama only fifty, only thirty five. I was gonna say, I was gonna, I was, I was <laughs> making an assumption. I said, yeah, I was like, I'm twenty, you twenty one, your mama thirty five, I'm fifty two. I said, if I was fast, I could be your mama, mama. So then I started going <laughs> in, and I said, and I don't know what kind of mama you got to let her children talk to her like that and cuss at them and say, give me the kid. I said, oh, I'm tripping, you white. So then, when I that, <laughs> oh my god, all the black mamas start chiming in. The white mother, she felt bad. She was sitting there. So the daughter walking out to the car. So then I said, y'all gonna give her the keys, let her go to the car, walk out and drive. And don't nobody give a damn. And then the mama get up to go check on her. I said, see, now I gotta tell you how to do your goddamn job. So <laughs> <laughs> I start going in. They pissed me off. I already had my shoes off. The mama comes back in. She said something smart. I had to stop my daughter. You better be glad I had to stop my daughter from beating your ass. Uh, Sherry, I said, bitch, uh, I been had my shoes off. I stay ready. My last fight was October 3rd, 2006, no. 7.31 p.m., bitch. I wore my neighbor out in the middle of my, it was two hours of drama on Nelson Street. And then somebody shouted out in the audience, Damn, she remember her last fight. I said, yes, the fuck I do. And I'll be ready to wear one of these young motherfuckers out because they think they know everything. <laughs>
Oh, it was bad. All my sorors in the back jumped up. So the mama was talking shit, and I was like, you can get it. Everybody at this table can get it. It ain't nothing but a thing, bitch. I ain't got my shoes on, and I got my money. And I've already done 30 minutes of joke, bitch, so you got your money worth. She was like, ain't nobody stuck you. I said, then sit the fuck down, because it could be on and popping. So then... <laughs> When we ended the show, the security people came back in. They were like, because what happened was during the show, it was like 12 people at their table. One would get up and go outside because the girl was outside texting people to come out to the car. So by the end of the show, the security man was like, they outside saying they're going to jump on you. When I was on stage, when I was on stage taking pictures, he said, we have to escort you to your car when you're ready because they're waiting for you outside. I said, what? Oh, girl, I came off the stage. All my girls, my sorors, my clique. What? We all walked out on the parking lot. They got in the car and drove off. They was up. I said, they don't want none. I said, half of my clique got kids they age and are angry and ready to fuck somebody up. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, so we ready. And they drove off. They got on the parking lot. They, they girl, they left talking shit. You know, so then the mama it, posted something on my Facebook, Sherry. Oh, she did. Yes, oh, it's still no. on my Facebook. Talking about, I said, ma'am, they wouldn't even known who you are. Because she said people in her community was making fun of her. If you wouldn't have put your, commented to me, because I don't know your name, Joe Ann, right. or whatever it, it <laughs> came up on Facebook. And I'm like, you wouldn't have had no funny show or something if we wouldn't add it to your girl talk. Oh, no. I said, Thank you, ma'am, you and your daughter for adding to my show. And I left it at that. Oh, you're that. very gracious. You're very gracious. Because you know what? I will whoop your ass. I ain't got time to argue with you. I ain't got time to I argue with you, bitch. I'm ready to come down and fight. I always hate when I, because we typically will do two shows on a Friday, like an eight, mm -hmm. uh, 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 like an eight and a 9.30, two shows on a Saturday. Maybe a show on a Sunday or maybe a show on a Thursday. But then those second shows that happen at 10 o'clock and over <laughs> is when you get your drunk people because they've been partying through the night. They've been bar hopping and then they come to the club. Those are the ones where it's just like, or when you get a, a party of women who go, they own a bachelorette night, they bridal <laughs> night because they come in drinking. Drunk. And it's like, you know, they come in drunk. And some of them, they love you so much. And they want to just, you know, they're laughing crazy, but it's just so distracting. And it distracts from the people who paid the money because they want to mm -hmm. hear jokes. You know, it's all cute in the beginning for, you know, five minutes, whatever. But everybody, like, do your stuff. So when you get this kind of stuff and they want to come on stage and they want to fight you and they want to, oh, my goodness. Because even the one girl that was with this guy that was talking through mine, she was from Africa. And she was just talking. And I said, what is going on? And she started whispering. Now I can't hear what you saying. Then she's drinking. Then she went, and I said, where are you from in Africa? She said, I'm from South Africa. I said, is that like Compton? Because if it is, then I know why you acting like this. They're like this. <laughs> she going to get mad and put her finger up like this. Where, where the camera at? Put her finger up like this. And I go, don't do that. I'm from Chicago. That, don't, don't even with that. That's fighting stuff when you put your finger up like this. And then I just, and I said, you know, I was going off on her, but in a funny way. And she still, you just, it, it just infuriates you. Cause it's like, I'm just trying to get my yes. money. I'm trying to make y'all laugh. <laughs> y'all suckers is just sitting here, just ruining it. But it, you know, you deal Sherry, with it. 
fuck it. That's how I say it. Because you know what it is? I look at it like this. People look at what we do as frivolous. They think us coming out, making people laugh, is just what right. we do. It's a gig. It's not it's our occupation. Easy. It's fun. And it's right. easy. You know, it's, they don't look at it as a job. So yes. I say to it myself, is. if I went up to the post office, that same African or whoever was cutting up, you went up to their job and you start cutting up there and you brought the drama, they would call the police on you. They would be like, oh, this yeah. person is up here heckling and calling them out and do, 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 come get them, they crazy. But they don't look at it like that on our job because they don't look at it like it's a job or occupation. It's entertainment Just and we're adding to the show. No, yeah, this they is always my think job. And when I whoop your ass live on this show, <laughs> and all the rest of the people in the audience know when they come to my show, don't fuck with B flat because she fights. You Just know. watch and laugh. <laughs> Some places don't be flat. Like you, you saw the video of Steve Brown. Steve Brown is a fellow comic. Yes, he was on stage, and somebody actually got on stage and attacked him. Him, which I've never had that happen before, where somebody physically tried to attack me. But it was so scary because that's why it's we scary. always say we always want security to be there. Like I had to call the club and say, where was security? Why were the comics coming to the side of the stage? Cause you know, Finesse Mitchell, all yes. the comics was like, yes. all we heard was you say, shut the fuck up and I'm gonna whoop your ass. That's all they heard. <laughs> and it was like, it's Sherry. But I said, where was security? Like, you know, exactly. I, know I can handle him heckler, but we need security there just for that extra layer. But when y'all want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you're right, Sherry. People need to look at it like this is our occupation. This is what we do for a living. So we need that that same courtesy on the job. Like if you were at a nine to five, we need that same yeah. thing. You can't come up on people's job cutting up. And like you said, it is par for the course. But when it gets to the point where it becomes detrimental to your health, you got to fight somebody. All of that is ridiculous because you wouldn't have to do that. That same lady does not have to worry about me coming to her job. You see right. what I'm saying? To fight how, her. How funny would that have been if you found out where she worked and you showed up at her job? And I showed up and be like, oh, and just start heckling her. And then they would, but they would call the police on me. They and would. they would claim that. And I'd be like, oh, well, she came on my job. You see what I'm saying? Did the same thing. But they would be like, oh, but this is her. But what about my job? But that's what I'm saying. That's why I say I don't. What you did was right. People saw that and they'd be like, "Oh, she's doing her job, and she's not taking no shit." And like you said, people come to pay to see you do your job. They don't want to see you go back and forth with hecklers because a lot of people feel like you ain't got no material. And a lot right. of comedians do that. They pick on people on purpose because they don't have no material. Yeah. And people be like, "We didn't come here to see you pick on people. We came here to see you do your thing." And, and I when was they don't really get mad. that, they yeah. be mad. Exactly. People be mad. I was so upset, B, because literally when I walked up on stage, you know, you take a look at the audience because you kind of see who's in the audience. And I saw these two beautiful, beautiful men on the side of the stage. And I was like, oh, yeah, y'all about to get it from me. I get to the theory about wanting a man. Y'all so daggone beautiful. And I was so mad because I only got to say one thing to them. Thank you, them. They was gorgeous. And I'm like, I'm spending all this time with you and didn't even get to say hi to the men. I was so mad. But um, 
you know, we love what we do, which is so cool. Mm -hmm. I uh, So I wanted to get your heckling story. I love hearing comics, how they handle <laughs> hecklers. And let me see, I'm crossing off this because I'm trying to stay conscious ooh, of the time. Yeah. I wanted to, uh, Chris will put up the flyer. Kim Whitley and I, if you are in California, listeners or, or viewers, and, or you know someone in California, Kim and I, as the two funny mamas, will be performing August 1st, which is a Sunday. It's a one night only event. Sunday night at seven o'clock PM at the Ontario nice. Improv. And so the show is almost sold out. So I would encourage you to get your tickets soon because we don't have very many tickets, but we are trying to be sold out. So it's at the Ontario Improv. Go to the ontarioimprov.com and look up uh, Kim Whitley and Sherry Shepard, August 1st, Sunday, seven o'clock. You got something you doing? that you wanted to um, promote? I do, I wanna promote my show. I keep getting people um, asking me about my show July 31st at the Comfort Inn and Suites in uh, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, and I text the promoter today. I was like, yo, dude, are you doing one of them where the people gotta call you and you delivering tickets? What's going <laughs> on? Because oh, he's he hustling. only got the, yeah, he hustling. He only got the phone number on there, like no website, <gasps> like no, no. So people keep hitting up my, Sherry, I know 30 people hit me. I counted them. 30 people hit me up in the DM on my Facebook saying, right. what's up? Your boy only got a phone number. <laughs> Can we get him on like Eventbrite? I appreciate and it. I, yeah, that's what I'm about. like, are you hustling ticket too? You got a location? Because I wanted to be able to go tonight and say, yo, they at the so-and-so barbershop. And they at the da -da 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 -da, you know, so-and-so so the cake you, are you Girl, calling the really... number? Do you call the number and reserve your spot? Like, will we bring Girl, it three no, people? No, I think you call the, the number and he'll bring you the tickets and be like, how many oh, yeah. do you need? That's the hustle. That's that? That's, that's, a, old that's the hustle. Promoters from yeah. back in the day. Because oh, they ain't no event bright or nothing on that because people are so used to going online, you know that, to right. reserve their tickets. And he, right. he has not hit me back. And I was like, I don't know what to tell people. Call the number. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Well, y'all, so, so it's the number. Uh, we gonna have Chris put the number up. <laughs> oh Lord. Girl, he did it to himself. I'm also <laughs> in that same Maryland area on the on the west. I'm sorry. Yeah, on the west side in Timonium uh, on August 27th at, at the Joke House. As I'm long as Joke House. As long as you're not playing another VFW hall like you did in Indy. Oh, oh my God. but you know what? I am not above doing the VFW hall because that keeps me humble. I What's love the DFW people. hall? Oh, VFW. A VFW post. You know what a VFW hall is. No, veterans of foreign you know wars. The v, they just the veterans. Oh, girl, you know we be having them. Where they got the some chairs and the little. Yes, and the moose head be up on the wall <laughs> That's elk with the antlers. Elks the elk's oh Well, they be having a flag in there, and then, the and then at the wedding $2. reception, at their wedding reception, yes. they serve muscatchouli. Exactly. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's and so Lambrewski. <laughs> <laughs> so chilled. I want Chris exactly. to put up the flyer of where you gonna be at, and there's a phone number. The phone number. Cash only. Now, what's the matter about tickets that live in damn Florida? <laughs> Here's the funny thing. Get there early. The show be packed. 
This is like my second time doing it, but my first show was packed to death. So I already know this show is going to be packed. And now that you're giving me all this love and publicity, I don't know what Nevin is going to have to do in terms of getting more space or whatever, because people keep asking me, how do they get the tickets? I don't even know what the capacity is. Damn, in terms of like how many people we got to set up for. Right. He, Thank well, it's, you. It's, He's going to have to. He don't like being online, but we gonna put the flyer up, and anybody who's in Upper Marlboro, wherever you gonna buoy, hear it. that buoy Upper Marlboro. Because I was even thinking about coming area. out there. I was gonna look for a plane ticket. That's when I was trying to see if Tyrone was there, and I was thinking Tyrone about will be there. there. <laughs> well, he will be there, honey, and he's gonna be at my other show at McGooby's Joke House August the twenty second. So August twenty second, you. Yeah, Where that's at the comedy club. Magoobie's Joke House. It's really nice. Magoobie's, and that's where? In Timonium, Maryland. In Timonium, It's like Maryland. A, a north, I'm going to say like a northwest suburb of Baltimore. So it's nice. Maybe I might, mm, if I'm not in uh, working on something, I, I might try okay. to fly out, out there and uh, come see you. Because that's just funny. I <laughs> That they Sounds just have fun. to call the phone number. They got to call the phone number and order tickets. They have to call the phone number. Call Nevin Milan. I put his name on there. Now, however, you can go to the you can go to Ontario Improv in order to. I'm gonna send my I'm gonna send my brother to scout it out. Send your brother to come and then, but just know when you get to the comedy club, you have to buy two drinks or two items of food. It's a two drink minimum because that's how the club makes their money is through the food and the drinks. So make sure you know about that there's no heckling and no picture take and all of that stuff so i'm glad that we got that also i wanted to put out the cash apps of my friend if you want to uh we 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 trying to get uh b flat situated here there's equipment that yeah. she needs she i gotta, gotta get, get hardwired just she gotta get hardwired it's stuff going on to get her you i know, need new things she knew, Where the she camera? knew, like we were trying to do this podcast, the earbuds, she got them, I don't know if she got them Nick Cannon earbuds. No, baby, Ray these earbuds. they're the earbuds, but one, only one works. <laughs> I dropped I it, because the left one, I dropped it and the stuff fell out, I put it back together, the right works, <laughs> but it don't stay charged sure. long. So I got to so, go back to the old Sherry, school. it's because she made them out of soap or something. It's a DIY chair. <laughs> we did a DIY project. Yeah, so we we are putting up B-Flat's Cash App. If you do want to contribute to B-Flat leveling up, just put in I'm level up. up. <laughs> yeah, put in level up. Because I got to Put in level up so she knows from you. Be ready for and, the podcast. Get my head yeah. set together so I can be looking fly on camera like you. Because literally, B flat came before we was doing this podcast. Was headset so thick on her ears? We thought there was earmuffs with a wire. That mess right there had me. That's old school up. DJ. That's so what I put school. on when I'm down here bugging out. When I'm writing my raps. <laughs> when I'm down, I came up with a dope rap last night that I'm writing out for myself. So okay, so when put you... up her. Put up our cash app to give us, can, can you sh give us the rap or is it not, it's, it's still in With creation. The, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, it's uh, it's called Regular. That's the name of the rap. Okay, can you- I stay in the kitchen you... doing my dishes, da, 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 I'm regular. So that's me, about how I just, it's about how I go through my regular day and ain't nothing mm -hmm. wrong with being a regular down home person. Nothing at all. Cause you know, everybody There's... wanna have, 
yeah, I did, so that's my new rap. And I came up with the beat, just like when I do my balls on the bass and my booty bone song, and I write it out, then I write out the notes and may all of that. Hear, may we hear balls on the bass? Balls on the bass of my booty bone. Mm -mm -mm. I feel your balls on the bass of my booty bone. <laughs> Balls on the face of my booty bone. I feel your balls on the face of my booty bone. It just so happens that I'm on my yoga mat. And I feel your balls on the face of my booty bone. So let me put my coochie on the corner of your cranium. <laughs> Coochie on the corner of your cranium. <laughs> and it's a real song, honey. I'm getting the register on beat. Why do I feel like that? That's all old school being in the lounge in Chicago mm. oh. on 73rd. No, because oh, it goes into the rock your form. Booty you gotta see it, Sherry, in my. I feel your balls on the base. But then it goes into the rock mm. form because it goes, because you're a coochie cooler, a booty puller, a baby maker, a titty shaker. And you're mine, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. So let me put my titty on the tip of your tibia. <laughs> so that's how I help my husband study for his personal training thing when oh, he's gosh. learning all the body parts for his personal training to take the test when he became a personal trainer we would go okay. through the body parts so i At wrote a song moment, about it <laughs> would you kindly put up b flat's cash app name yeah that's she earned it help her level up so she can continue making music with the right equipment thank you uh thank because you. we need more balls on the base of booty your booty bone, bone. Yes. Of your booty bone to come on out. I don't even remember the other titties on the tip of your tibia. I don't <laughs> just coochie on the corner of your cranium. Oh, coochie my. on the corner of your cranium. I yeah. thank you for that acapella, uh, jazzy version. version. It's, of it's mine. almost sliding a family stone like his best. It's slide. It's so. Oh, fly. I have the band playing in the background. I'll send you the clip with the band playing it, and then they go into the rock part, and then I bring it back down to the. And you're my, you're my. So let me put my coochie, and then we go into, cause you a baby maker, and I rock it do out. Do you do this in your show as part of your show? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, when I do, do my one woman do. show with my band. And the name of your one woman show is what? Sophisticated Ignorance. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it. Sophisticated, Sophisticated Ignorance. Y'all have got to, and then, and then, so put up her cash app, Chris put up her social media so y'all can go please follow flat out funny ph <laughs> everything is ph ph l a t o u t ph u n n y n n y n n y flat out funny so put up all of that chris and then for kim's birthday if you guys it'll be a post birthday uh uh podcast but if you want to contribute to uh kim's birthday she's a, a dollar sign kim whitley so we'll put that up on Cash App, if you want to give her That's a little what's up. 
And uh, so we're going to be at the Ontario Improv. And I'm trying to think what else is going on. We have pretty much, how, how, where are we at in time, Chris? I, you, you got plenty. You got plenty of week. That's a great note to go out on with balls on the booty bone. My goodness. What? No, 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 no. Uh, you got it. He said that. You want the official time? <laughs> I want the official time. You want the? I got you right here. Hold tight. You're you're at about oh, an hour five. Okay, so we gonna. End oh this. wow. We we are you. That's sure. So many people ask when we do our live. They want it because now it's been since you talked about your brother-in-law Tyrone. Mm-hmm. It has been two weeks. And people want to know what is going on with you better call Tyrone. And I do want people to know that Tyrone called me. He called me. And uh, it was very Sherry, say more than he called you. Y'all FaceTimed. He FaceTimed me. Okay, there you go. It was very, it was very not, okay, it was all, uh, Ty called me. He said, because I got the message on my phone and said, hey, Sherry, this is Ty. Beverly's brother-in-law, and I wanted to reach out to you. He said, I saw you live, and he said, it's not the Hunger Games, because friggin' B-flat said, well, I'm gonna introduce Tyrone to you and my friend Sonia from the show, The Wire. And I said, what is this, the Hunger Games? We got to fight over this dude? So Tyrone saw it, which now that I'm embarrassed about, uh, so he said, he said, uh, it's not the Hunger Games. He said, I'm gonna give you a call tonight. So. I told B-flat, I said, he called, he's really great. Now he didn't call that night. The next day he sent me a message and he said, I'm so sorry, I didn't call you, but is it okay if I FaceTime you? Because I would like to formally introduce myself, which I thought was nice. I like that swag of him. Okay. Get a bonus point. Well, (laughs) I test, you funny. I texted back and I said, no, it's not okay because I'm at work. And I said, no, because men like to know women is busy. They like to know women got yes. stuff to do. You know, I was sitting there like, oh, shoot, I don't, we FaceTime right now. But I was like, nope, I'm at work. So maybe four hours later, I said, I got a little nice. bit of a break. Would you like to FaceTime? So he FaceTimed me. And it was really quite nice. Your brother has a great sense of humor. He talked about Thank how much you. he loves you, how much he loves his brother, Dennis. He talked about what he did, like uh, his job. Um, mm. And he said, he goes, really great sense of humor. Because I here's the thing. I want a man that makes me laugh. A sense of humor goes a long way with me. Because you need your sense of humor when stuff goes down. Yes. So he, he's talking and uh, we're laughing. And he said, and that is what he said. He just threw me. He goes, I didn't tell Beef. I didn't tell Beverly. That's your name. I didn't tell Beverly. I'm good. She keep trying to hook me up. And I told her I'm content. I'm good. And I'm like this. Uh, okay. All right. I literally was like, okay, I don't know where to go from here. Because are you now saying you're not, you don't want to keep talking? Keep talking. Because um, I was like this. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, so he goes. Oh, um, man. He was, I know. Yeah, Chris. So he was like, it's so it was. And this is the dismissal of death. He goes, so it was really nice meeting you. It was, it was, he said, I know who you are because he said he loves comedy. He said, I know who you are, but I didn't get to know who I've gotten to know who you are. And then I'm thinking, yeah, but is that bad that I laugh too much? And I sound like a whore, like what, what that mean? And he said, so it was really nice meeting you, Sherry. And I was like, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what the- where to go now so we got off the phone i accidentally 
FaceTimed him and I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry I FaceTimed you. And I said, LOL, I guess I actually didn't FaceTime you. I butt FaceTimed you. <laughs> he laughed. He accidentally FaceTimed me. He said, I butt FaceTimed you. So we laughed and then that was it. So I told you and what I said to you to take the pressure off of you. I'm into enjoying the experiences. I'm into enjoying the journey. You will never have me calling going, how come you didn't like me? What'd I do? Why you don't <laughs> call him again? Me That's never going to happen. Because sometimes Good. people are just not attracted to somebody. They're not their flavor. They're not their, and that's okay. He, I met a really nice person who's got a yeah. great job. I might need him at that job at some point in my life. I'll get a heckler and go, hey, Ty, can that, you check can you send... out? Can yep. you just, <laughs> yeah. um, and it was, it was really nice. So there we mm. go. So now have, well, you, have you introduced him to Sonia? No, not yet. I'm working on it, but you know what? Like my husband said, I need to quit playing matchmaker, but <laughs> I no, you want don't. him. I don't necessarily, he, I told you his situation and I totally get it. He may not want to necessarily be looking for a girlfriend, wife and all that, but he needs to get out and date, you know, and just kind of be seen going. To, so that's, I think that's where he is. And I'm trying to help him implement and that. And you should help. And you know yes. what I'm saying? And you I got know how to heart. introduce him to the white people. I introduced him to you because I knew you wouldn't, like you said, you're not going to be like, Ooh, B, what happened? Did it, did it. Because you're mature, you're good people. I know my friends. Yeah. And that's why and I was so, like, oh, I think know, they could work. And yeah. that's what you should do because they're along the way, maybe someone that is absolutely right, you know, because what right. I'm like, I need somebody that's busy. So that appealed to me because he was busy. And um, some people in the comments say, oh, Sherry set up straight. When you said he worked at the Pentagon, you damn what? Skippy, I set up straight. Because I mean, he, damn got right. to he got a job that's a good job. Because guess what? I got a great job. And I'm busy and I love what yeah. I'm doing. And I want somebody who's got a great job, who loves what he does and who's busy. So yes. you said to me, girl, he just, you know, he's trying to find out what he want to do. And I'm not interested in none of that. So yes, when mm -hmm. you said he worked at the Pentagon, that says to me responsibility, um, uh, uh, you know, he's smart and just a lot of other things. So I did, I yes. set up straight when you said the Pentagon. And, Shit, I um, sit up straight when I talk to Tyrone because I feel like somebody always listening <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> I'll be like, I better not say nothing about no weed, nothing about oh, no this. He didn't talk job. about that weed. He said, be flat, boy. Every time I look around, she be puff puffing. And because we both talked about how we don't, how we don't puff. Yeah, that he don't, and that was very funny. Puff. I, yeah. I liked your brother. I thought he was so great. I thought he was very handsome. And we had great conversations. So Good. what I would say to you, my friend, is thank mm. you. Thank you for doing well, that. Well, you're me. welcome. I appreciate it. You did it. And it's not on you no more. It's completely Well, normal. I just wanted to make the introduction. That's like I told Tyrone when you sent me that picture. I was like, I ain't sending Sherry that picture. In this day and, and age, people can talk. You know, we FaceTime and, and I love it. FaceTime. Thank you. We FaceTime and it was, thank goodness, it was one of these days I look great. So we FaceTimed and it was good. So you did exactly. I did my part. You did your part. You don't have to do nothing else. <sighs> for nothing else. It was a great conversation. I'm going to quit trying to hook Tyrone up. I just don't no. want nobody to miss out on such a good. You shouldn't. Man, you, should, you know what I mean? But he has to be ready. 
he has Absolutely. to be ready. So I'm gonna give him his space and I'm gonna quit being like, cause you know what, like they say, when it happens, it just happens. And it's a natural thing and there's that chemistry. It shouldn't be a setup. So I just want it to happen, yeah. I just want it to happen for him. I mean, but, if I, you know, yeah. and I, you did good. That's what I'm gonna say. Thank you. We Thank you. you did, you did good. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Here you made go. me happy. And now you can, you can ride off into the sunset and go, now I'm gonna introduce him to my other friend. <laughs> <laughs> cause Sonya coming to the show. I know she was coming to the show before Tyrone anyway, cause she lives in that, somewhere in that area. She stay in that area when she's not in her remote island. So cause that's I, uh, July 31st, you said? 31st and August 22nd. But she said she was gonna probably be at both one or the other. But she's so flighty. I know her. She's going to call me at the last minute and be like, oh, I'm coming to the one in July 31st. And can I bring three people? And I'll be like, yes, Sonya. I'll probably, depending on how much the ticket is, probably come to the one on the 31st. I like, because I flew out. To That's next week. Well, if I can come, oh, I got to wear my shoe. So I probably won't come. Yes, Sherry. You, I was about to say, you need to stay off your feet. I'll have one thing I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not showing up in front of Time Run with this big old. A uh, big old shoe that looked like a trailer park. You don't need to be showing foot. up in front of nobody with that trailer park shoe on your foot. You need to no, stay home stay. and rest your foot because the more you rest, rest, the quicker it'll get healed. So you, you don't need to be traveling. No, you I don't want to see yourself. you. <laughs> I don't want to see you. I want to see you resting because you got I stuff that's right. way more important to do um, than be so at my show. About- that's right. We talked about everything and we kind of leveled it out. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad you came on the show. You're so amazing. You guys, please follow B Flat so I can watch her numbers yes. go up. Support her. And I do to- want to let the people know I'm going to be working on my painting again. I never finished this one. Did you talk to Chris on the air about your painting? Because people didn't know you paint. Like those hands, those very. Those, that's actually my hand. That's those, actually that's my hand. hand. I. Yeah, I superimposed it on my projector screen thing on my phone and traced it out on a piece of cardboard. And, and you these are actually colors. Yeah, and those are actually my actual hand prints. Wow. On the inside. That, yeah. Okay. Is that the burn marks from when you was puffing too hard? On your <laughs> no, what you talking about? Where? <laughs> where? Right here. Where? On, Don't on the blue hand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no, those are like stripes. I've kind of mixed in the different colors, like wherever the yellow and the blue intersect, then I would make it a blue and yellow stripe. Because so people, like a- uh, B-flat has a degree in art, right? I don't know what yes, the exact ma'am. degree Yes, ma'am, yes. What's the degree? In, in fine art. Oh shit, let me get back in the thing, sorry. Cause I wanted the people to see the picture, the painting. I was all out of the frame. <laughs> so it's in fine oh, art. art. Did somebody- in art history, I have dual degree. Fine art and Did art history. Did someone commission this, uh, this uh, yes. title? It's not a picture. You got it commissioned. No, this is commissioned. I have to finish this. It's going to my elementary school in St. Clair, Missouri. I love it. It's yeah, beautiful. 10 of my, uh, classmates got together and commissioned it because our elementary school burned down several years back and they rebuilt it. So this is going to go in the foyer. And I did this before the whole COVID thing and hands, you know, was a big thing. I started this in October of 2019. Love it, girl. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it was supposed to be like hands connecting our hands around the world. So this is going up for the kids at my elementary school. It's great. Do you sell your paintings? I sure do. The ones that uh, that are commissioned. 
So it's like, funny because I have website with your paintings. No, 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 no. I do. I show people what I do, but when people commission them, then I'll do it. But other than that, people be like, can you make me a paint? Can you? Because they see all the stuff in my house and they see the stuff that's on the Pinterest and they want to buy it. But I feel like it's so personal to me. It's like my personal work. I don't want to take the stuff off my walls and sell it. So that's why so I started on... my painting project. Okay, so I can see your art on Pinterest? Yep. Who are you on Pinterest? Can we put this up too, Chris? Who are you on Pinterest? Be, I think it's just B flat. I like when I create this stuff, I never know how other people see it. Just like somebody told me that for one, my girlfriend created my hey, my flat out funny fan page. But when people go to look for it, it's not a fan page. So like I don't know how it was recreated. Just like with my Pinterest. I know it, that's why I got to get all that linked up. Someone created it for me. So I know so it's you under have to B go flat. To, on your <laughs> Instagram, do you do you have a link tree under your Instagram? No, no ma'am, okay, but I'm about to set it, it up. We're going to do it together. We're going to start it together. Yes. Yes, you, uh, you download the app Beacons, and it, you can have a link tree so that when they go to your name, it'll have go to my YouTube page, go to my Pinterest page, go to my Facebook go to my, page, yes. go to my merchandise page. So we're both going to do that for our, and for also for Kim. Um, okay. Also you got a YouTube, Chris going to be putting up everything for you. Your YouTube page where they can, everybody can see your funny videos. Is it's B flat comedy. B flat, B -flat comedy. comedy. So just be looking at B flat. Everything will just come up under B flat. <laughs> Nobody else has it. Exactly. So, girl, yeah, this so, is so much fun. I'm, I'm going to start back on this again. So I want people to start watching me on Sundays. It's called Show Love Sundays. It's when I paint at 7 p.m. So I'm starting back up so people can see my process. And I need to finish this up and get it shipped out of here and get it to the elementary. Sorry. So we get can it to the elementary school. Yeah, oh I do it for 30 goodness. minutes live. And they get to see my process. And I don't always talk through it, Sherry. And be like, oh, I'm about to do this, and I'm about to do this because I'm creative and I have to think, and I'm more cerebral than I am vocal. That's why I be smoking my weed, and then drinking my wine, and then I'll look at the painting, and then I'll tell people, like, you know what, I see this. I step back, look at it, and I might stand there for like a minute, and I can't say I'm stepping back and looking at the painting, and I got to explain that. Y'all ass saw me step back. You see what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> making a move. <laughs> I, was, my next move. <laughs> I have a suggestion, Sherry. What if you and Kim com what if you and Kim commentated it? <laughs> oh, you yeah. Know Kim That's what they should do. I commentated. I don't know if I can Narrate it. Narrate it. Because Joshua goes coming here screaming. Oh my gosh. Well, look, amazing yeah. friend. I'm so glad you came on and joined us. And was another, uh, you know, filled in for Kim thank Whitley. You. And thank, thank you. Love you. And we're going to end this because I got to go watch some episodes of Queen of the South. I'm trying to figure, finish up the, the season. Yeah, and it's Queen 11. And I'm going to go and eat dinner. I'm going to get fat eating this late at night. Dennis is waiting for you. His cranium. Yes, he sure is. Oh, He's waiting for me. But see, I can eat this late because I know I'm going to get up and go running in the morning. Oh, because you got to go running. All right. You what know it. I'm on my running kick. So I'm going running. You just worry about yoga and eating healthy. And eating And doing healthy. something Absolutely. different. Yes. Doing so you want to leave our viewers and listeners with one thing, and then we're going to end and say goodnight. 
Uh, yes. What is the one thing I want to say to my listeners and the viewers and my new followers? Other than thank you so much. I'm so fucking happy. I can't believe how elated <laughs> I am with all these new followers. But at the same time, I don't know what to do with all you people. <laughs> so I just feel like I'm just going to collect motherfuckers like dust and then figure it out because I'm not like Cherry that's going to be on there every day and be like and today I'm doing this and prancing around and shit with dresses on and eyelashes. I'll be looking fucked up. That's why you can catch me on Get Your Day Started. So oh, give gosh. me a minute. Be patient with me and thank you so much for following me and telling people about me and don't be looking for my material on Instagram. You got to come to my show. What you That's see right. on my social media is my process, the creative process of what gets me to the funny. I don't mind sharing that now. I'm coming out of my box. But if you want to see the funny shit, bring your ass to the shows. And we love you. If I can bling out my boot, I'm going to come to the show. I think I'm going to bling it out. <laughs> you then should. I'm come with some crystals. I want, it. I want you to I'm stay off be... your foot and get I better. Know. Now I'm itching to see you. I'm really itching to see you. So you I think are... I'm going to bling out this boot. Maybe you should holler anyway. at me when I'm in, in Texas. I'll be closer to you. Yeah, no, that two hours away. Well, anyway, yeah, we're going to say goodnight. Go. I want to be let's go goodnight. eat dinner. Chris, thank you because you're going to be locked up in the building if you don't get out. <laughs> uh, you didn't tell him he's going to be here that late. So right. my folks got to go Central Standard Time and Eastern Standard Time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. <laughs> thank you so much. Love you, Chris. Love you, Sherry. Bye-bye. I'm out of here. And she really meant she out of here. You she so really, funny. she gets the hell out of there. <laughs> There's no post-show chatter. There's no, man. She gone, damn. You I'm think like, that's what? how she treated her guys when she was single? She's like, all right. Oh. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. 
with quality over quantity from concept to completion. Now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.